Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started. Welcome to episode 10 of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I can't believe I made it all the way to episode 10 without really talking about food. I haven't even had an episode about food. This is kind of crazy if you know me. I've had a lot of you reach out to me with questions about where do I like to eat when I'm at Walt Disney World and what quick service places do I visit? What sit down table service restaurants do I like to go to? You know, so what are my go to places? Now, I know I post a lot of pictures on Facebook of of my different food choices, but I really thought that it was time that I did a little podcast on where do I eat when I'm at the Magic Kingdom? I can't cover all the parks in one podcast or you'd be listening for two days. So I figured let's just focus on the Magic Kingdom and we'll see where this takes us. So what are my go-to places? Where do I eat in the Magic Kingdom? Well, first stop, Casey's Corner. How on earth could you not love Casey's Corner? Right at the top of Main Street to the left, you will see Casey's Corner. And if you're lucky enough, you'll be there at a time when the piano player Jim is out. Jim has been performing at that piano in the Magic Kingdom for over 30 years. And I remember watching Jim as a kid. It's incredible. He's so full of energy and you can see the joy when he's playing that piano. It's a great spot to sit, listen to Jim, and you have a fantastic view of Cinderella Castle. What could be better? Well, the food, of course, is great too. So let's see. Hot dogs, fries, and corn dog nuggets? Yes, please. This food is really good. Now, depending on what time you're there, there can be longer lines than, well, than we'd like. But my recommendation is always, if you can, try not to eat at peak times anywhere in any of the parks. If, you know, showing up at 12 o'clock for lunch, everybody's eating lunch at 12. If you can go at 11 or you could go at 2, you're going to find that it's a much more enjoyable experience. Try to stagger all of your meals so that you're not eating at the traditional times and things will be a little easier. The other thing that you can get at Casey's Corner is a mint julep lemonade. Now I have to be honest, I'm not really like a lemonade kind of drinker. I like water and tea. I don't drink pop and I don't really drink juices, but my friend Carrie, when we were in Disneyland, kept going on and on about the famous mint juleps, so I had to try them there. And I have to be honest, I love them. They were very refreshing. So Casey's Corner have them now too. Um, And to try and describe it, so when you Google it, it says the mint julep is a drink consisting of bourbon, crushed ice, sugar, and fresh mint. So yeah, it's pretty much that without the bourbon. It's a really refreshing drink. Um, And you can get it at Casey's Corner. So next time you're over there, check that out. And the corn dog nuggets are delicious. Now, when you're over in Fantasyland, you are definitely going to want to check out the Friar's Nook. How can you go wrong with loaded buffalo chicken tots? Yes, you heard that right. (laughs) Buffalo chicken tots. These are potato tots. You know, like the little taters you get. Yeah, 
they were absolutely delicious. They had, they were so spicy. The buffalo chicken, oh, and I love potatoes. I could eat potatoes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So this was just right up my alley. They also have bacon macaroni and cheese tots. So my sister and I split. She ordered the, the bacon macaroni and cheese and I had the loaded buffalo chicken tots and then we shared. And oh, they were both delicious. I, but I think the, the buffalo chicken was my favorite. They also have hot dog and tots and the kids meal has just tots and cheese sauce. Like it's just tots, like potato tots. Yummy, yummy, yummy good stuff. Now the Friars Nook is just a window um, over in Fantasyland. There's some little tables nearby so you can plant yourself there. It's just over by the carousel and it's definitely one that you want to stop by and it's really an underrated place to eat. So make sure you check it out and send me a note if you do. I'd love to hear what you think about it. I can't talk about dining in the Magic Kingdom without talking about Be Our Guests. Yes, I love this place. The food is good, but really being inside, well, that's the key, right? Being inside of here, it really does feel like you walked into the movie, like right into the cartoon movie. It's an experience in itself. The theming they've done inside is just... It's just perfect. Now, you need reservations to eat here for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, breakfast and lunch are both quick serve, and dinner is a table service. Now, dinner is a set menu, so you get to choose from a selection of dishes. You get an ap appetizer, entree, and everyone gets the dessert trio that, of course, includes the gray stuff with a white chocolate chip mug. Um, not a mug, a cup. <laughs> it's, you know, chip cup. Yeah, that's it. Now, the gray stuff really is delicious and I do love it. But um, if I, you know, if I go back to sort of the, the quick serve for breakfast and lunch, breakfast I found was a little bit expensive and not necessarily my favorite meal. Um, you know, the Feast à la Gaston, which is a big breakfast with eggs, bacon, sausage, potatoes and fruit. You know, it's almost $30. I, my favorite meal there now is the, the lunch menu. So for lunch, you can get the French onion soup. Now this soup, let me tell you, is delicious. It's all kinds of bad. It's not something you would want to eat every single day because it's just, it's, it's a bunch of salt. It's a bunch of cheese, a bunch of bread. It's delicious, but obviously probably not healthy. Um, so, you know, I couldn't eat it every day, but oh my gosh, it's so good. And of course, because the seating is indoors, you've got air conditioning. So it's, you know, a good temperature for eating soup, hot soup. Um, and I love that soup. And you can, you could also get the cupcake then if you wanted some gray stuff. But I also like the French dip sandwich at lunch too. So there's a couple of different things I like at lunch, but that soup, oh, it's so good. Now, We've tried, we've done all three meals. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. Uh, we've done dinner before and after they, they moved it to the set menu. Now that it's the set menu for dinner and it's two table services, you know, I would, for two table service, I would rather eat at the Contemporary um, at the California Grill than, than eat here. But, um, but for the experience, it's definitely something that you might want to try just to, to be inside you know, to be inside that restaurant, it's the theming is like beyond anything that you can see. Okay, now, I, now I'm talking too much about table service. I got to go back. I got to go back to quick serve. Now we got to talk about Sleepy Hollow. So 
You know, one of the things that is so fantastic about meeting friends in the park is that they do things different than you do. When you visit Walt Disney World as often as I do, you tend to, you, you tend to get into a groove, right? Where you're always kind of doing the same thing. You try new things, but for the most part, you're, you follow the same patterns. Especially, I find when it comes to like quick service and stuff, it's just you go to your comfort places. So I hadn't eaten at Sleepy Hollow in I don't know how many years when I met up with friends a couple of years ago in the park and they were like, oh, we're going over to Sleepy Hollow. Come with us. So I'm so glad I did. <laughs> I ended up having a fresh fruit waffle sandwich served with chocolate hazelnut spread, which is basically Nutella. It's a chocolate spread with lots and tons and tons of great fruit on a waffle. I mean... How could you think of anything better than that? It was so delicious. Until the next time I went back when I tried the sweet and spicy chicken waffle sandwich. Wow, it was really spicy and it was really good. I was glad that the day that I had that, it was kind of cooler outside because I was sweating a little bit from the spices. It was so delicious. There are so many things that you can get at Sleepy Hollow. You can get... Uh, a regular funnel cake topped with strawberries and whipped cream or just a Mickey waffle with some powdered sugar. There are a lot of great sweet choices that you can make at Sleepy Hollow. So don't forget to check that out when you're there. I know I'm probably going to give you too many things to check out. So you're going to have to figure out how to narrow them down if you're only in the park for a couple of days. Speaking of sweet treats, we have to talk about the Cheshire Cafe. The Cheshire Cafe is over by the teacups and they have what's called a Cheshire cattail. This cattail, it's braided pastry that includes a chocolate filling. So, you know, chocolate, you have me right there. And then it's got a drizzle of pink and purple icing on top. It's the perfect little sweet treat in the afternoon. I find, you know, some, maybe it's because I eat so much sugar when I'm there. But I find in the afternoon, I start to crash a little bit. I need something to pick me up and I don't drink pop. So I go for these kind of treats and the Cheshire cattail with a, a nice cold bottle of water. That's the perfect little snack in the afternoon for me. They used to have like this great cupcake, well, cake cup. It was like an upside down cupcake they used to have at the Cheshire Cafe. If anyone from Disney is listening, please, please, please bring this back. You know, it was icing with cake. Now, when you eat a cake or a cupcake, the best part is the icing, right? So this was what it was. It was icing with a little bit of cake. It was fantastic and I loved it and I was so upset when it was gone. Um, but now, you know, I make do with my cattail, but if it came back, you know, the upside down cupcakes, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> now we need to talk about Pinocchios when you're in the Magic Kingdom. Pinocchio's used to be like my favorite quick service place when I was younger. Now, it's okay. I love the fact that there's a lot of indoor seating at Pinocchio's and I do enjoy the pasta and the flatbreads. The chicken parmesan pasta, it's really good actually. Now, there's some great places inside for seating and if you can, you might be able to get a table where you overlook the boats coming in for It's a Small World. You know, when you get on It's a Small World and the boat takes off and you look up and you can see the window and people waving at you. Yeah, that's Pinocchio's. The other thing that's inside Pinocchio's that not a lot of people know about is the Blue Fairy Wish Book. It's located inside the Pinocchio's 
And one of the rooms, just ask the cast member if you can't find it. You know, the blue fairy is very important in the sort of Disney world. And she's the one who made Pinocchio a real boy. So she has a book in there where you can go and write your wish. It's a great little spot for kids to, to go over and, and write down and put their wish out into the universe. Little details, right? That's Disney. Now to continue on the theme of Disney details, we've got to talk about the details at Columbia Harbor House. Now over in Liberty Square, uh, there are, this is the Disney details, there are no public restrooms. So in colonial times, obviously there was no indoor plumbing. So how could they possibly have restrooms if they have no indoor plumbing? Yeah, those are the details that Disney puts into their theming and their staging. There's also, if you look up at the windows when you're over in Liberty Square, you'll notice that the shutters are all a little bit crooked. And this is because obviously in colonial times, it was too expensive to have the metal to make the hinges that, that held the shutters. So they used leather straps and that leather would eventually stretch. And of course the shutters would be crooked. See, Disney details like you wouldn't believe. And my favorite place to eat over there is Columbia Harbor House set in Liberty Square. Now, it's just across from the Haunted Mansion and, you know, you're thinking about it. There's no indoor plumbing, so no restrooms at Liberty Square, none in Columbia Harbor House. Well, technically there is. The restrooms in Columbia Harbor House are on the property line between uh, Liberty Square and Fantasyland. So the restrooms inside this restaurant are technically in Fantasyland, even though they're joined to Columbia Harbor House. Okay, enough with the details. Now let's talk about the food. When you're in Columbia Harbor House, you're going to want to check out the lobster rolls. Now, I can confidently say this, even though I've never eaten them, because all of my family love them. Now, I'm not a lobster person. I'm not really a seafood person. You know, lobster, shrimps, that kind of stuff is really not up my alley. But my family love it. And they love the lobster rolls and the shrimp that we get at Columbia Harbor House. When that roll comes out, you can see like there's tons of lobster on it. So yeah, this is one of their favorite places to eat. For me, I love that it's a little different. So I'm a bit of a picky eater. Um, well, maybe really not that picky, but you know, I like to stick with burgers and chicken fingers and those kind of things. So I eat a ton of that when I'm there. And when we go to Columbia Harbor House, I can get something a little different. So the tuna sandwich there is really good. And for me, it's just a nice break between the sort of burgers and fries that I would normally be eating. And when you go back over to Tomorrowland, you've got to check out Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. We really like it here because there's plenty of seating and it can be busy. And it feels like it's going to be difficult to find seating, but somehow it always works out. Like every time we walk in, we look at each other and we're like, oh, we're never going to find a seat. And then somehow it always just works out. We always spot somebody getting up from their table and there we have one. I guess it's just because it's so big and there's so much seating that it always just works out for us. Now they have three different bays where you can get your food and depending on the time of the year, they should all be open. But, you know, for me, it's some great food of burgers, hot dogs and nuggets, among other things. It's it's less about the food here and more about the seating for us. Um, it's also got a little bit of nostalgia for us. We used to eat here a lot when I was a kid. 
they used to have an entertainer um this is a sidebar in you know the late 70s i guess maybe early 80s his name was michael iceberg and he had like this massive organ and it had um like he would play songs and it had all sorts of different sound effects that he would do and it was kind of like a comedy show but I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It was so unique and so fun. It was like nothing I'd ever seen before. And we used to enjoy so much uh, watching him. I've got one of my videos on YouTube. Um, I've got a snippet of Michael Iceberg playing. But, you know, if you were there in the late 70s, early 80s and remember Michael Iceberg, um, you know, send me, shoot me a note. Let me know if you have any video clips or anything of him. Uh, that you could share and yeah it's definitely fun to think back to to that it was so much fun entertainment we used to sit there for a long time and just watch them wow things have changed okay so that's it for cosmic rays starlight cafe in tomorrowland now some of the other places that i choose to eat when i'm there are you know just for like little snacks and things like that i guess kind of like the cheshire cafe um, you know, we'd like Gaston's for the cinnamon bun. Let, like the cinnamon bun at Gaston's is like the size of your head. It's massive. Um, I once, I once went there and got it by myself and I couldn't fit, like I couldn't finish it. It's always something that's meant to be shared in my family. Um, we're definitely big fans of that cinnamon bun. The lunching pad has some great Mickey pretzels or a churro, if you're over that way, uh, just outside of Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. It's a good little spot to stop for a churro. And of course, the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor for a Mickey Pants Sunday or any kind of Sunday. Like the ice cream there is just so good. Um, but then, you know, you can't really talk about snacks without talking about Aloha Isle in Adventureland to go for a Dole Whip. You know, I know there are two camps. There are the people that love the Dole Whip and people that don't. I am one of the people that love the Dole Whip. It's just so refreshing. It's like a like a pineapple kind of ice cream, but it's not ice cream because there's no dairy. So it's perfect for those of us that um, have a lactose intolerance. And it's just, it's so refreshing and light. I mean, I love it here. I love it in Disneyland. In fact, when I was at uh, Aulani, the Disney Resort in Hawaii, we got in our rental car and drove to the Dole Whip Plantation in Hawaii and had, uh, not the Dole Whip Plantation, the Dole Plantation in Hawaii to get a Dole Whip. And I loved it there. I loved it in Disneyland. I love it in Walt Disney World. And it's definitely, you know, one of those little treats that um, it's not very filling. It's just you can get it in a swirl, but I just like the plain Dole Whip. You can get it there. You can get it over at uh, the Polynesian. And, and now I think there's some value resorts you can get it at. Like it's just everywhere and it's fantastic. And you have to try it if you haven't. And then you're going to have to let me know whether you're team Dole Whip or not. Um, but it's definitely a great treat. Now, when we're leaving the Magic Kingdom, one of the places, you know, sometimes in the afternoon, we like to take midday breaks. Um, it's one of the, you know, one of the great things about visiting as often as we do is we never feel like we're in a hurry. We're never rushing to get through things. And that's one of the things that I like to remind people. And I think Katie and I talked about this, where you don't want to be rushing from from pillar to post and trying to cram everything in because you're not going to see and you're not going to see everything. 
So one of the benefits for us is that we do take afternoon breaks. You know, when the sun's at the, the peak of heat and it's it's too hot and we just we just need a bit of time in air conditioning to sit and regroup. Uh, sometimes we'll go back to our resort. Sometimes we'll just jump on the monorail and go to another resort for a drink or whatever. And we take afternoon breaks. So when we're taking an afternoon break and we're heading back to our resort, sometimes we'll pick up a treat on the way out at the bakery on Main Street. So when you had when you're leaving, it's on your left hand side and they have some great stuff inside there. You could get some cotton candy, you could get some all sorts of treats. But for me, I love the cupcakes there because, you know, I love cupcakes and they also have the chocolate covered like marshmallows. Oh my gosh, they are so good. On the way out, we'll stop, we'll pick that up and then take it back to our room. And sometimes, you know, we'll just get a cup of tea at the resort um, and eat whatever treat we've picked up at the bakery. Well, there you have it. Those are sort of my regular, when I'm in the Magic Kingdom, snacks and quick serve places. Um, you know, I've eaten pretty much everywhere in the Magic Kingdom, but I tried to keep it to the snacks and quick serve places with the exception, obviously would be our guest where I talked about the, the table service. I have not covered all the table service places. There are so many of them and that's like a whole other podcast, but, um, these are sort of the, the snacks and quick service that I do. Please believe me. I don't do them all in one day or even all in one trip. These are just sort of my steady eddies, the ones that I go to uh, regularly that I think you should probably have a have a peek at some of them and try them out and let me know, you know, what you think of them. One of the great things about my Disney experience app on your phone is that you can now do mobile order at some of the quick service places and some of the snack places. This means that you can go into the app choose your meal, pay with a credit card, and then you tell the app, I'm here, prepare my order, and it's ready. They prepare it and it's sitting at a window or off to the side counter, so you don't have to stand in the line with everybody else that's ordering their food. It's really convenient. I've used it at lots of places across Walt Disney World, and it saves you so much time and standing in line, and it's easy to use. I have a blog over on pixiedustfan.com on how to use the mobile order. So you can head over there if you wanna see the how-to with some screenshots as well. Make sure you use the mobile order. It's gonna save you so much time. Now I haven't really talked a lot about table service meals in the Magic Kingdom, and it's probably because we don't really do a lot of them. Outside of you know the Be Our Guest dinner, the other one that we really do inside the Magic Kingdom is the Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace is a buffet. It's a character meal with Winnie the Pooh and friends. We're always happy with the meal, breakfast or dinner. We, you know, we alternate between those. And when we're going to do a character meal, that's one of the ones that's at the top of our list. We've always had a good time there. Great photos. And, you know, Winnie the Pooh has a special place in my heart and he's very important in my family. So we always make sure that that's the that's one of the character meals that we don't uh, we don't miss if we're going to be doing one. So now we're at the part of the podcast where I share what brought me some pixie dust this week. I have to say, I, you know, I don't know if it's because it's Thanksgiving, but I feel like I need to give thanks to the people in my life that support me. Um, you know, this week I managed to go to dinner with some some work friends uh, people that work with me now and pe- someone that had, you know, left. 
Um, I spend more time with these people than I do with my family. So the people at my magical job really are friends. They're important to me. And we had dinner and we laughed. And I think, I, you know, it's easy to forget how much a good giggle fit can make you feel good. And they had me in fits and I just, they're so important and so special to me that I had such a great time. And then when I think about laughter, nobody makes me laugh like my nephew, Andrew. He is probably the funniest person I know. And I'm getting to spend time uh, for Thanksgiving dinner with him and my sister, Becky. So, you know, as much as I complain about his trips to the post office and taking him for burritos, uh, his payment back to me is that he makes me laugh like nobody else could. So I'm looking forward to spending today with him. The last group, obviously, is you, the people that are listening to me. You guys have been so supportive and so wonderful. I can't even tell you. When I open up iTunes and I read those reviews, I'm just, I'm stunned. I'm humbled. I can't even tell you. And I know when the podcast first launched, a bunch of you wrote reviews and I was over the moon. And I opened up iTunes, this or Apple Podcasts is what they call it now. And I opened up Apple Podcasts and there was a new one that was submitted um, just last week. And it was from PAGS161214. And they wrote, such a wonderfully magical podcast to listen to. Helps keep the magic alive when we can't get to our happy place as often as we'd like. And I can't tell you what that meant to me. And I'm so glad that you're enjoying it. Thank you again, all of you for the support and the reviews and for listening. I hope it brings some pixie dust. I hope I'm a little bit of pixie dust in your life. Um, just talking about Disney stuff. If you have topics you want to see covered, if you have uh, things that you want us to discuss, you know, shoot me an email, write me on Facebook, send me a message do whatever you need to do to get the message to me and let me know what you want to hear next. I thank you again for listening and supporting and, you know, hope that you've subscribed so you get a new episode next Wednesday. Thanks again for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Till next time, remember that you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after. <laughs>